but he is Bruce Murray, as I said. You can hear him on Sirius XM, the NFL chat. Host of the Blitz, and he's on Twitter, at Bruce Murray NFL. And he's been a pain in the neck to me my entire career. <laughs> but we still allow him on the show, even though he never called in. And we are now at the end of our second week on Sirius XM on mm -hmm. 211. He has did never never sent me an email, never sent me a note, a no text. note of congratulations. He's like he's almost like he doesn't want me to be on Sirius, even though I have him on every year at the Super Bowl and give Sirius major love. What is up with that, Bruce Murray? Well, first of all, I was hoping it was just a bad dream when I heard rumors about you being part of the Sirius family, but apparently it's not. It's true, uh, as I do this. And let's face it, the only reason I come on with you at Super Bowl is for the free gifts. Exactly. I mean, I mean you know, what else is there for me? You must really be slumming it if you, if you reached out to me to come on today. Well, listen, you're, you're on. I get the feed every day. Sirius sends us all the different shows and all the different guests that are on. He talks to everybody. And you have everybody on. You got Bruce Gradkowski, of course, as a co-host. You got the, the Blitz. And you, how many co-hosts do you have? You do how many different shows on Sirius on the NFL channel? Which channel is that, uh, by the way, again? For those well, of them? Th th there's only so many that can tolerate me for more than a period of time, so we try to divvy them up so they don't get exhausted of me. Uh, I've got Brady Quinn. I've got Bruce Gradkowski. I've got Mark Dominic. By the way, I think I can share this with you. Brett Favre is going to be back for another season next year. Oh, I'm going to work with him next year. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm now name dropping. How about that? Hey, listen, it's, you know, hey, you're the man now. I'm just the guy <laughs> who wants to be the man again. I'm happy to ride your coattails into the NFL <laughs> stratosphere known as Sirius XM Radio. There's like 100 channels, but you are the main guy, Bruce. You're the main guy. When you think of the NFL, now there's, there's fantasy channels, and we had Lisa Ann on last week. Mm -hmm. But you have been handed the reins by yeah. Steve Cohen to basically hold the entire NFL part of Sirius XM Satellite Radio down. Is, is Steve aware of that? Have you shared that with him? <laughs> <laughs> somehow when I present that to him in contract talk, he doesn't see, see me with the same level of importance that you do. I, I need you to be my agent. He's essential. Yeah, you are. Yeah, he's essential. essential we're, we're all essential employees. Yeah. You notice that with no sports to talk about, we, and I, that was my biggest joke when we announced this two weeks ago. I got hired. I may be the only person in the history of sports radio to get a job when there is no sports to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's getting fired, furloughed, laid off. I got hired. How does that happen, Bruce? Y your timing in life has always been impeccable. That's what I can say. And you've met that standard once again here. And listen, I, I thought about this. You know, I somebody asked me, I said, they asked me what I was doing. I said, you know, I'm going on Tony Bruno's show in the afternoon. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I met you like 30 years ago or whatever it is. And at that time, I actually thought from knowing you then that you should have been quarantined then. <laughs> and it's amazing that finally my wishes have been answered, that you are in quarantine. I'm only hoping when this is all said and done, you stay in quarantine. What do you mean? How are you, you going to bank when we, go to, uh, when we go to the Super Bowl in Tampa next year? Because there is going to be a Super Bowl in Tampa. Right. You know that? You better not show up looking for free stuff. Because we know we always have the best swag. No other show that's ever on Radio Row has had the swag that we have, the quality and the quantity of swag, Bruce. And you know All I've ever needed is glasses, and you've cut ties with them. Now you give me face cream. Like, you know, look, I know I'm aging, but, I, I you know, hey. make a deal with a glass company again. Everybody needs that under those. eye cream. Hey, 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 who brought extra glasses you to you this year? Those were the thin optics glasses that everybody loved. <laughs> yes. That is true. You did get them for me this year, so I'm counting on it again next year. They're not even a sponsor when we but, still brought you some, knowing you'd be a pain in the ass to come and beg for them. <laughs> yeah, 
go out and buy. You have to go out and buy product to provide, knowing what your guests are going to want in exchange. Exactly. That's you always have extra best. product, especially I, for you, Bruce. I know, I know for a fact that the only reason I'm on today is for what you said just minutes ago. That there is so little to discuss in the world of sports. How are we going to fill time? Oh, I'm going to my Rolodex. You must have gotten up to M's. <laughs> and I apologize for not reaching out and congratulating you for being on Sirius. No, We're we didn't go through our Rolodex. You would be the last guy I'd put on. <laughs> but no, I say, you know, I'm figuring every time I see you, I always give you love because you work at Sirius for a long time. You do a great job. And then I'm thinking, okay, once they announce this, who's going to call me? My friends who work at Sirius. I had Adam Shine call me and congratulated me. And I don't even know him that well. Is that true? Yes, all the serious guys called and congratulated. What's the matter with you, man? I think I pretty much once upon a time sent you a text to see how you were doing physically. I never even got a response. I just assumed that there was no way to get in touch with you, that you would know in deep down in my heart that I was thinking about you. Well, that was Robin's fault. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, blame her. <laughs> blame me. <laughs> All right, Bruce, let's get, let's, let's only, get to the business imagine, here. By the way, when I got a text from Robin, because like you said, I'm, I'm used to seeing you once a year. Uh, we yuck it up at, at, at the Super Bowl opening night, Monday night, and then I come on your show uh, in the days after, and then you go dark for about 11 months and, and 30 days. So I was shocked when I got this text the other night saying, hey, you available on Friday. I, was, I jumped at the chance. I jumped at the chance to be on with you, Tony. Well, you should, man. Yeah. Now, you live in New York, and obviously... Now, by the way, yes. and I want to be a regular now. Oh, you can be a regular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pretty irregular now, but that's because we're on a keto diet and Robin and I can't go out. And we're, so you, uh, we had Sid Rosenberg on the other day, good friend right. of Harry, and he's right. stuck in New York. You're stuck in New York. So how is life for you seriously now? Because you know, all of our friends in New York, we worry about them because New York is hard hit. They're not going to open the city up anytime soon. So how are you living your life outside of doing this show every day? All right, well, hoping to get the facts correct, which oftentimes you don't pay attention to. I actually no longer live in New York. I live in Connecticut, but same uh, I thing, know you meant the same, same difference. difference. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I live you know, in, in a suburb of New York City. Uh, how am I getting through my days, my life? Uh, I have gotten through the last six weeks without actually exiting my house to do anything except to walk a dog or ride a bike. I haven't been to a store. I haven't, I haven't been on a street with stores. My wife is very concerned about my health, so my existence is... Limited to spending three hours a day on the air talking NFL or taking my dogs out for a walk with bags in each hand so I can carry around little bags of poop for about a mile and a half. And you haven't been arrested yet. I have not, I have not been arrested yet. <laughs> I am socially distanced. Hey, listen, you want to socially distance, the best way to do it is carry around bags of poop. Nobody comes near you. <laughs> well, exactly. that, that is the easiest way to socially distance yourself, especially no. when you have big dogs. Because they're big bags. Yeah, you got big dog. How, what kind of dogs you got? Well, I, I actually just lied about that. Too. I have a big lab, uh, and I have a small French bulldog. I they love still, those. They, put, they, they still put out heavy poop, though. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, you know, they no, do. in our neighborhood, when people walk their dogs, they do have the bags. Yeah. But then they put the bags right in front of your house in, in the little grass area in front of a tree. Yeah. How <laughs> nice right, of right on the Right on your curb. Exactly. Okay, so, so we have an issue here because that's going on here as well. And we have one of those websites where your neighbors post things and they're all posting, don't do it. And so when we go on long walks, especially uh, recently, I've taken to trying to do that from time to time, knowing full well, by the way, that I'm coming back to get it. And I want my wife to create these little notices that I can put on the bag saying, not left, I am going to retrieve it at the end of my walk, because I feel guilty sometimes when I leave. You don't pass any trash cans? Put a sticky note on it. Exactly. There's no trash cans around here. Yeah, I want to do a sticky note. Thank you. That's what I want to do. 
There are no trash cans around here, you, no. You know those French bulldogs? They're chick magnets. Those oh, they dogs. are. They oh, are yeah. yeah, they are chick magnets. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is I'm out walking with my wife most of the time. <laughs> Not the British bulldogs. Uh, no, they're no, no longer no. with no. us, I don't think. No, the French bulldogs. They are chick magnets. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. All right, now let's get it back to football here, because this <laughs> yeah. is what this is all about. This isn't, this isn't about, like, chit-chat and nonsense that nobody cares about. Yes, this especially is, we need him to do a promo saying exactly that. The Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays, chit chat and nonsense. And nonsense. Yeah. I didn't get the memo that they changed format, so I don't really want to be a guest anymore. Hey, Bruce, can you just say that really cleanly and I'll cut it later? Yes, yeah, so let's do yeah, a promo on air. Let's do this. We'll tape it and then we'll run it live. We'll do it live and then we'll run it back later. Okay, fine. What am I supposed to say? Just do a live promo for the show. Uh, the live promo to the show? I, I, we just did a live no, promo No, well, I'm going to do it clean so we don't have Wait, to do extensive editing. I'm going to count you down, and then you say, Hi, this is Bruce Murray from SiriusXM, the end with the channel. What's the, num- what's the channel number again? Channel 88. Hey, channel 88. So go ahead and do it. Now, ad lib it. You're a professional. You do this every day. Uh, when did you change formats? I, show- <laughs> I always thought the show was about nonsense and chit-chat. Why would I want to be a guest anymore? And you're laughing over the promo, so it doesn't work again. That wasn't the promo. It's supposed to be sincere and have meaning, and you're supposed to speak in reverent tones about me. (laughs) That was was entirely sincere. I actually thought this show was nonsense and shit chat. Do you want to talk football? Yeah, let's talk football. So much for the promo. I'm trying to get promos. What the hell's the matter with you, man? Just take the whole thing. All right, we'll edit it. Robin's going to spend all weekend. Robin's going to spend all weekend down here in the wine cellar. I got (laughs) to edit that Bruce Murray promo and get it on for Monday's show. (laughs) I'll come up with better material later. All right, now. Yeah. You get all these guys on. You got the draft. Everybody's going crazy. The NFL is still cranking. Nobody stopped anything. The schedule's going to be released. And then, of course, I love the PR guy promo. I mentioned it a little earlier before you came on, the NFL PR guy, about if there's technical difficulties during the draft, they will stop the clock and then fix whatever the problems are. Yes, exactly. We didn't expect that. By the way, I know you want to get serious, but I don't know if you saw Dan Graziano's tweet about they're going to do this mock draft, check the technology. And I love Dan, but he said... We want to be clear that they're probably not going to be using the actual picks in this year's draft. It may be like Washington drafts Joe Theismann and Cincinnati drafts Boomer Theismann. And I'm thinking, do they really need to let us know that they aren't going to be drafting the actual players this year so they don't tip their hands five days in advance? Is that important knowledge to have at this point as they check the technology? I hate to do it to them, but I have to give them the first one of these of the day because, you know, on this show when somebody makes, somebody screws up, it could be honest or it could be, uh, you know, just purposely done. You get one of these, Bruce. And i got to give Dan Graziano <laughs> one of these. <laughs> Why would anybody want to hear a mock draft with players from the past? You know, well, they do the, if we redraft, we repick the right, NBA right, right. draft of 2011, yeah. what would happen? Yeah, I, I, want, I want that mock draft, though. See, this is how simple my life has become. I would like a mock draft of the historical figures so I can reevaluate how bad they were with some of the picks that were made. Then we'd have to put Joe Theismann back on and do the whole Theismann versus Theismann and the Heisman, and I I love Joe. But then everybody would have to have Joe on to see whether or not he was picked in the right spot this year. (laughs) Exactly right. And you know that that conversation can go on for a long time. Well, speaking of mock drafts, I was reading somewhere the other day that uh, uh, the mock drafts are going to be more wrong this year than ever. 
did you have you heard things like that? I think Ian Rappaport actually tweeted that. He, he spoke to a general manager who said, you think the mock drafts are always wrong. This year they're going to be the worst ever. Uh, l- let me say this, Harry, and, and I, I say this every year. Anybody who thinks they can execute these things accurately, and I'm asked to do them, and I do them somewhat, I don't want to say tongue-in-cheek, I try my best knowing full well that there's an absurdity to the whole thing. Um, every year, they, people are way off. I mean, we sit here with certainty. Last year, the Oakland Raiders took Cleveland Farrell with the fourth pick in the draft because everybody saw that one coming. Right. Or the Giants taking Daniel Jones with the sixth pick in the draft. And once one thing goes off the rails, everything goes off the rails. We can make our assumptions of what this team's needs are. Here's what I would tell you. There are two picks in the draft I'm fairly certain of, the first and the second. Exactly. Mm. After that, that's when the draft starts. And if you get five right in the first round – I think you've had a good mock draft. I find these things to be an, an exercise in futility, and I say that as somebody that oftentimes has to do them. Hmm. And I just did one for my podcast, by the way, on the SiriusXM app. Which you can get for free now right through uh, May 15th. Yeah, Exactly. Did so, you know about my podcast, guys? I didn't you did. know you had a podcast. Yeah. Why um, do you have a podcast right. if you have a show every day? I don't have any idea. They said, can you do some podcasts? I said, sure. <laughs> it was, it's in my contract. But wait a minute. If there was ever yeah. a year where you needed all of these mock drafts and filler programming right. and fake drafts and, uh, and virtual drafts. Redrafts. And redrafting yeah. the team. ESPN did an NBA hypothetical the other day based on, you know, what would happen if CP3 was drafted here? Right. And then you, so that's what we're doing on these shows, except on this show, we don't resort to that kind of fluff and nonsensical polls that people just put up there because they have nothing else to talk about. We talk right. about bats. We talk about bats. Who's your favorite bat, by right. the way? Today is Bat Appreciation Day, right. Bruce. You, you resort to all other nonsensical <laughs> fluff to get through your day as opposed to that nonsensical fluff. It's bad. Uh, I don't make the hashtag. Somebody came up with Bat Appreciation Day. And I, came I don't even up, know what that means. Well, what is bad appreciation? What because, does that mean? Because people are, you know, because of the stuff of the virus. You've heard of this Wuhan virus or the Chinese or the I'm coronavirus? Not, I'm, not, I'm not familiar. All right, I'll, I'll tell you, but you have to go about. listen to the serious. Go listen to POTUS channel on Sirius XM. <laughs> They'll fill you in on that, okay? Right <laughs> yeah. now, I can't fill you in on that because I'm not an uh, epidemiologist. <laughs> Or an well, oncologist. You're, you're, or a, you're, you're, you're the first guy who's not an expert that doesn't have an opinion on what's going on and how to deal with it medically. Why would that stop you? Everybody else is. Right. <laughs> you played a gynecologist I, once. Yes, I have. Thing. I played doctor many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. But that's in the privacy of my own home, not yeah. on national radio. And it's consensual. <laughs> no, seriously, Bruce. When you look at this, mock drafts, I don't do them. I don't do yeah. them for any sport. Because you're right, but you know R.J., our buddy R.J. in Vegas, R.J. Bell? R.J. Bell, Bell yeah, yeah. He has put one up for every single pick in the entire seven rounds of the oh. draft. Oh. And I love I, R.J. How soon will he have to rip that thing a up? A seven-rounder? He did all wow. seven rounds of a mock draft. <laughs> I've seen others do it, and I can't help but feel bad for them. That's my first reaction, like... Boy, it just must be awful to live inside that brain when you're willing to put together seven rounds of a mock draft. And how fast does it get ripped up? It gets ripped up as fast as I rip up my NCAA pool on Thursday. I don't know. I mean, there aren't too many things that happen in the universe faster than that. This one will be very close. That's what happens when Las Vegas gets shut down, Tony. Exactly. You do a seven-round mock draft. <laughs> That's it. I love all the people that are writing, this is a way for Las Vegas to get back some of the lost money that wasn't wagered. They'll put out draft wagers, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's what I'm signing up for. <laughs> Give me 20 on Carolina with the seventh pick and Derek Brown. I have a better thing to bet on. You bet on 
the last dance documentary. You know there's you can bet on that? On the Michael Jordan last dance documentary, which is going to start 9 o'clock on Sunday night on ESPN. Right. You can bet on things like, will it win an Emmy Award? The documentary. <laughs> I know one thing it'll win, an ESPY. It's a lock. For oh, yeah. 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 They don't have, that's off the board right now. You can't bet on whether right. the Michael Jordan documentary will win an ESPY award. Okay. It will win every ESPY award next year. Am I going to lose my sports fan card for admitting this? And you can wager on this. Will Bruce Murray watch all ten episodes? I can tell you right now, probably not. There's a chance to, to cash in some chips. Do I lose my sports fan card by saying that out loud? Yes, because you're a Knicks fan, and the Knicks suck, and they I'm haven't not, won I'm since 73, <laughs> and you're bitter and broken because that great Knicks team, which was in the mix back then in the 80s, uh, listen, with Patrick stop, Ewing, could stop. never even sniff uh, a championship. I, I feel obligated almost every 60 seconds to stop you and correct you. <laughs> I, I mean, for God's sakes, Tony, do a little research background, get your people on this. Nets fan. Grew up 20 minutes from the Nassau Coliseum, Wendell Ladner, Julius Irving, uh, the ABA, the Knicks. I didn't pay attention to the NBA until the, Jets, the Nets joined it in 77. Wow, that's good ABA knowledge. Yeah, that is How good. about that? Oh, I'll yeah. give you a pass there. But everybody from New York's in, you know, it's like, you know, it's like when you go to the Bay Area, everybody's a Warriors fan. No, that's the only team they have. But you got to be either a Giants fan or an A's fan. In mm-hmm. Chicago, you got to be either a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan. In New York, you know the story, Yankees or Mets. And so yeah. it's hard for me to keep track of all of my New York friends yeah. and which particular teams they suck up to. <laughs> well, Nets, from, Nets and Islanders. And, Harry, listen, you want to sit down and talk Billy Melchione, uh, <laughs> oh, Larry yes. Keenan, uh, Billy Poltz. We oh. can sit down. Early 70s Nets, I'm a home run on that subject. Oh, I love the ABA. Don't get me wrong, man. Dr. J, the greatest, one of the greatest of all time, certainly not only in the NBA, but yeah. in the NBA. And didn't, yeah. didn't both yeah. Keenan and Poltz end up with the Spurs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is good. Did. We're going to do what? an NBA mock draft yeah. soon. Hey, well, how about this? Billy Poltz's nickname. Come on. What do you got? I don't know. I'm out. The, the Whopper. The Whopper. Whopper. Wow. That, that's my that's my Tinder handle, by the way. I mean, I, I, I think he stole it from me. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a little lawsuit here. I think he came before you, but Billy Pulse was the Whopper. No, I have wow. it trademarked. I have the trademark on it. Right. Just like Dan Patrick has the, you know, the Tampa to- Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I got the Whopper, and I believe even Burger King will, will actually say, you know what, Tony, you were first. Yeah, we will no longer royalties on every on every impossible whopper that they sell, <laughs> which I am officially a fan of, by the way. Even though we've totally digressed from anything you wanted to talk what, about. What is that? The one that's not meat? Yeah, right? that's yeah. the plant-based yeah. stuff. Yeah, the yeah. only plant-based stuff that I want is weed, and I don't yeah, even I, smoke it. Yeah, I smoke it. Well, I, I put it in stuff that can be edibles. But <laughs> that aside, you're on a keto diet, and you and you you're not trying the impossible. Well, I mean, come on. No, I don't eat any fake meat stuff. I, you know, the, on the keto diet, you can eat real meat. I'm you can eat fake. turkey. You I'm can eat beef. As long as it's not processed. And bacon. Most importantly, bacon. bacon. You can eat bacon. You can eat pork, chicken, veal, I'm, beef. I'm, I don't eat any veal, though. I'm eating bacon. You know, we've gone complete vegetarian in this house. Wow. Bacon, Beyond Burgers, Impossible Burgers, Beyond Sausage. It all works. You should be living in the Bay Area. Yeah, exactly. i got to give you one of these, man. (laughs) I knew you when you were a real man. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, you've gone soy boy on me. And that's the problem, Bruce. That's why you're soft now. That's it? What next? A Prius? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen. When I got done with with the 10th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, I'll be in a Prius. Believe me. He's a major influencer. That's what he drove. (laughs) All right, last thing, Bruce. Of course, the big question. 
Is it t- how many days have you had the airing of grievances in your particular household? Because that seems to be a big thing now with the quarantine. You know, every day. How many days of airing of grievances are we into? You know, this is going to sound very Brady Bunch-ish, but we're actually getting along in our household. And there have been very limited times when we felt the need to air grievances. I'm lucky. My kids are older. Uh, they, they started ignoring me long ago. Uh, so outside of having to gather for a meal here and there and an occasional, you know, we did go back. We sat as a family and watched the 1980 Stanley Cup Finals uh, when the Allens beat the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, by the way, what do you mean when Nystrom was offside, that one? Uh, I didn't know. You know, the, there was no replay, and, the, and, the, and you should know this. The, 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 the video is so grainy. He could have been offsized by nine feet. You could have overturned that back then. <laughs> my, my kids are watching this game with me. They're going, how much time's left in the period? They must have had better graphics than them. No, that's it. You'd go to break, and they'd put up the score for like 10 seconds. You had no idea what was going on in games back then. But we did watch that. But we've actually been getting along in this household. I almost feel bad saying that out loud because I don't have a really good story to tell. <laughs> You can tell it on the next – when's your next show? What time you, – now, you're on every day, right, for the most part? Well, not Saturday and Sunday, but Monday through Friday, yes. What time is your show on Sirius XM 88 on the NFL channel? Uh, that would be noon to 3 Eastern time. So right before this show, conveniently. Yeah, right, right before this show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can count on this kind of entertainment every day for three hours on the East Coast, noon to 3, and 9 to noon on the West Coast. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. put your hands together for a man who – once was a producer at ESPN and now has moved on to bigger and better things to dominate the NFL landscape yeah. at Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Did, did, did I hire you at ESPN? No, you didn't hire me. No, I didn't. I tell people that I did. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did we just do, by the way? We did like 12 minutes. No, actually longer than 12. that. We did like 20, like 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> this is 20 minutes, man. <laughs> When, when do I get an invite back after this conversation? Uh, you, may have, we have, depending on, you may come back every day, Bruce. <laughs> depending on how this segment rates in the real world. Right. We'll go to our PPM meters and all of our graphics and all of our uh, – we'll get the doctor. Dr. Fauci will check in to see whether or not you, you made it over the curve, if you've uh, flattened the curve, and all the other things that we need to know. No, seriously, man. Love having you on, man. We're always a lot of fun. We'll talk to you soon, Bruce. Send Thanks, me that buddy. data. Send me that data. I want to know and, and promote my Twitter because I don't have any followers. What's your Twitter handle? At Bruce Murray NFL. Yeah, it's pretty R M U R R A Y. Send out a tweet, uh, Harry. You got what forty thousand? Yeah. Tony sixty. Send out a tweet with me in it or something like that. Yeah. Can we do that? We'll yes, do that. and I yeah. also have at Bruce yeah. Murray NFL on the screen on the Twitch channel so everybody oh, there can see come it. Come on, man. Wonderful. Yeah. Who That's else wonderful. is giving you this love? We'll if, do I, if I can get two followers every time I'm on your show, I'll come back as often as you'd like. All right, we got a break. Get out of here. All we'll right, tweet the podcast at segment. Okay,